0: it's so good to be back and talk to you guys and fucking just live it up. Welcome back after two weeks to uh, the Joaniverse where I welcome everyone back into my universe and talk about life, geeky shit, movies, music, whatever the fuck comes to mind. Um, it's been two weeks since the last episode and there's been a shit ton of stuff and events that have happened and came out and that I have greatly enjoyed and I want to share with everyone today. Um, I just watched Amy, which is the documentary on Amy Winehouse, and um, shit, it bummed me out, I'm not going to lie. Um, it was it was a really good documentary. Let me get that out the way. Uh, it was really good. Uh, it was a really really interesting to watch the the insight of you know the family members and friends and uh just the the videos that they had of amy and her whole you know career up until her passing but um after watching it i was bummed out and i was sad you know thinking of you know what if that was, you know, what if I was in that situation and I were to lose, you know, a dear friend? And uh, it just had me thinking of all the friends that I've lost. Not necessarily, you know, who have died, but, you know, I've lost family members who have passed away. But um just lost friends in the fashion where, you know, you get pushed away. Like with, with the case of Amy Winehouse, you know, she had gotten into drugs and, like, her closest friends tried to help her out and ended up, she ended up pushing them away. So only allowing more bad influences. But it, it got me thinking of, you know, all the friends that I've lost and um, whether it's worth losing them. You know, in, in the moment you're upset about an issue or situation and you kind of, you know, fuck it, you know, I'm not going to talk to them, forget them. But if, let's say, worst case scenarios, something like this were to happen where you lose them permanently, you know, how would it affect me personally? You know, all shit can be reconciled. And, and is it worth it? Is mainly what I started thinking of. And I, I've recently done a, what I call a friend edit where, you know, you, you meet people come into your life. People leave and go out of your life. So I've let go of some people just because they haven't been acting or haven't been a true friend that I feel. So I've kind of, you know, just let them go and just, you know, well, all right, whatever, you know, that's life. But it just got me thinking on it. And um, I don't know, some serious shit, but I don't want to get <laughs> this is not a serious podcast. It's about life and sometimes life is serious and bad shit happens but let's go on to some happy things sticking with the realm of music I'm super pumped because my Vinyl Me Please package has come in and I've got my monthly record that they sent but I uh, have added to that package you know every month once they uh, announce what record they're going to be releasing for that month. Uh, they open up the Vinyl Me Please store up to members. So you, know, you can buy you know, e- either curated add-ons or past Vinyl Me Please records. So I've added some to mine. Now this month's was uh, Big Hill Brunzi. Brunzi Sings Folk Songs. Which is a pretty cool record if I do say so myself I haven't listened to it yet I haven't put it on the record player but uh, I'm excited to listen to this but I added to this what I added was uh, Savage's new record called Adore Life I recently heard them on a podcast called the uh, Dinner Party Download and they gave uh, what they would play as their dinner party playlist and um I was intrigued by them. And I wanted to check them out. I ended up liking their music a lot. So I, they just released a new album that just came out. And I just bought it. I added that to the, uh, the collection. And I also bought a 7-inch from Mets. Called Eraser slash Pure Auto. It's a small 7-inch. has uh, only two tracks. Eraser and Pure Auto. Uh, they, were, they have an interesting electro sound. So that was the reason I bought that. And plus it was cheap. It was like, I think $7.99 or something like that. So I, those are the two add-ons I added. But this month, Vinyl Me Please teamed up with HBO. Or I should say HBO teamed up with them to promote their new show uh, coming out called Vinyl. And they released with every you know, Vinyl Me Please package that went out a, a single from the, the, the show... Called "No Good" by uh, Calio, or Calio. The show looks interesting. It's uh, from the executive producers Martin Scorsese and Mick Jagger, which is pretty interesting to begin with. But um, this is just supposed to be a preview of the HBO series Vinyl, plus the listen to the first single from the soundtrack. So it's a pretty cool little seven-inch. It's on what is it's black vinyl, pretty heavy for a seven-inch. Not sure if it's on 80 gram vinyl or not. It doesn't say. But um, that's a bonus that I'm uh happy about. So that's four records that I have to listen to, and enjoy. Uh, let's now on to some news. Now there's two weeks of news, so it's a, it's a pretty hefty list. Um, first up, they had the New York uh Toy Fair. This past weekend and Funko revealed their pop vinyls for the Suicide Squad movie. And now I checked them out. They look pretty cool and they you know they obviously look very close in detail to the characters. You know, you have Deadshot, Harley Quinn, Joker. Um Now I haven't seen the movie obviously. Upon looking at them, they they look cool as shit and I collect pop vinyls, but I'm very selective because I have very few spaces to put them in so when i looked at them that they're cool looking but it didn't grab me and didn't make me want to like yeah i'm definitely going to get those but who knows maybe if i see the movie and i fall in love with the movie then i'm probably going to end up getting them but as of right now they look cool but they're probably not going to make it onto my shelf also supergirl and flash are going to be doing a crossover now it's been rumored a bunch, but now it's confirmed that they're crossing networks and uh, Flash is going to be appearing on Supergirl. And that's all that's confirmed for now. I don't know, or no one knows, if Supergirl, Supergirl is going to make an appearance on Flash. Or Arrow, who knows? It's all the Berlanti universe. Um, but that's pretty, I'm pretty fucking pumped about that. I gotta catch up on Supergirl, I'm about two episodes behind. But um, it's been a great show. I've been enjoying it a lot. Not as much as Flash or Arrow. Or even Legends of Tomorrow, which has been pretty bang- pretty damn good. But uh, that's pretty, pretty exciting. Super hyped about that. And uh, also on Supergirl, they have confirmed that Superman is going to be appearing on Supergirl. And who's going to be playing Superman but the... Man from Smallville himself, uh, Mr. Tom Welling. So, I never got into Smallville. I know there's a whole onslaught of people that love the show. Uh, I was never one of them, but that's just me. I I wasn't into... Back then, I, I was into the superheroes and comic book characters, but I didn't collect comic books back then, and I wasn't heavy into it as I am now. So... I think that's why I never got into Smallville. On top of that, it it wasn't really Superman. It was more, you know, it was obviously Smallville. So it was more, you know, Clark kind of going through high school and finding himself more than it was, you know, about superheroes fighting bad guys with superpowers. So maybe that's why it didn't stick out to me. But uh, I'm pretty interested to see what they do with him there and how he looks. Cause I haven't seen him since Smallville. I don't know what he's been doing since, but... We'll find out soon enough. Uh, also on the list, uh, AMC ordered a late night talk show called Geeking Out. And it's going to be hosted by Kevin Smith and uh, Craig Grunberg. Grunbers, Grunbers. He's the guy from, I believe, Felicity he was from? He, he was also in uh, Star Wars. But, uh, I love Kevin Smith, I listen to his podcast every week, and he's just a funny fucking guy, so I'm excited to watch that. I watch his show, Comic Book Man, right after, it, it kind of sucks because it's Sunday night at 12 midnight, which I have to get up early in the morning, so I, I try to stay up and watch it, unless I fall asleep, then you know, I fall asleep, but it's not my fault, it's not because I don't want to watch it. But uh, it's a great show, especially if you know you're a comic collector or even just into the geeky shit like that. Uh it's pretty entertaining. Uh also Entertainment Weekly duh, did a special Walking Dead issue with a tribute to the past members who have, you know, died and gone on to better things. Well, Gone on to other things. Not I any mean, nothing's better than Walking Dead. I mean, come on. Let's get serious. But it was a pretty cool tribute. Uh it was a uh, Almost like a a spread page image of all of them uh, dressed in black with their eyes closed. It was it was a strong image, and uh, it said, "I see dead people," and it had everyone from like Emily Kinney to you know uh, Tyrese, uh, Noah, the Governor. Like it was had a lot of people except it didn't have Lori, which and Lori and Shane, which I'm not bummed out about because I do not care for Lori. And Shane was an asshole. I mean, he deserved to die. I, I do like the actor who plays Shane. I forget his name now. But um, it was a pretty cool image. I wouldn't want it as a poster. It's kind of morbid, but <laughs> it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, so that was cool that they did that. Guardians started filming also. James Gunn posted a photo on his uh, Instagram, I believe, or Twitter. It was a photo of his director's chair with the new logo on it for the Guardians uh, Volume Two, and it doesn't look like the Guardians Volume Two logo that we've been seeing, so it's a little varied. So I'm pretty excited to. F- I want to see. I want to see images already from Guardians Two. I mean, I'm excited to to see that when that comes out. That's not going to be for a while, but uh, hopefully he keeps leaking images give us breadcrumbs as we wait on the long journey to uh guardians 2 uh also new star wars back to the they also revealed new star wars toys uh game of Thrones pop vinyls and batman v superman toys at this toy fair also Uh, I, i don't collect star wars i'm a huge fucking star wars fan i watch the movies I read the comic books. I don't collect this toys. I'm not a big toy collector to begin with, but um, they look cool. You see a lot more Finn and a lot more. Uh, wow, I'm completely Ray. I'm there. It is. Almost forgot her name. A lot of Ray toys and Finn, which is good because the first release of toys didn't have like any. I had a Finn toy, but I don't think I had Ray or I had one. It was a pretty shitty toy. Was that, I, those new Black Series toys, I feel like they look cheap to me, so I wouldn't get them. But there's going to be more Ray and Finn toys coming out. So if you're into Star Wars like that, uh, look out for those. They also released an image of the Ecto-2 on a, the new Ghostbusters movie. Now, if you know Ghostbusters and you're a fan of it, you know the Ecto-1 is that modded out fucking station wagon which I think was like an old ambulance car or something like that. But the Ecto-2 is this crazy modified dirt bike, which looks pretty cool. I don't know who's going to be riding it. They didn't show that, but they just showed the picture of the bike itself, which looks pretty cool. And I'm excited to see that. And I love uh, a lot of the the actors on there, like Melissa McCartney and uh, the girls from SNL. They're hilarious. Melissa McCartney alone is hilarious. So... I'm not a hater on uh the fact that they're all women. I think it's pretty funny, and uh it looks pretty cool, so I'm excited to see that uh also Batman number fifty one Scott Snyder has officially announced that is going to be his last issue writing for Batman. It's gonna be issue fifty one we're at forty nine now so we only have two left before Scott Snyder leaves Batman and takes over detective comics. I already told you you got this told you this uh, before, I don't know how to feel about it because I love Scott Snyder's run on Batman. And I don't collect Detective Comics. So, I'm not sure whether I should collect Detective Comics because Scott Snyder's taking over for it and not collect Batman. Or just continue collecting Batman and not collecting Detective Comics and just deal with the new writer, which I'm not sure who's taking over. But um, I'm bummed out about that. I love that, that Batman run, but uh, we'll see what, what happens. I don't, I don't, maybe I'll, I'll look at reviews, I'll wait, maybe I'll preview the new issues and see how it is. Um, also from Telltale Games, uh, they're releasing a Michonne game, we knew that, it's a Michonne miniseries, I think it's going to be three episodes long, but they actually released uh, a date. It's going to be February 23rd, which isn't far. It is uh, February 17th now. And uh, I'm pretty excited about that. It looks pretty fucking cool. And I'm a huge Telltale Games fan uh, since The Walking Dead. Um, and if it's, it's following the comic book. So if you read the comic book, you know there was a, there's a space where Michonne... There's a gap in space where Michonne leaves and kind of goes on an adventure... But really, it's not an adventure. It's just her trying to escape, you know, some issues that she's having with uh, Ezekiel. So we're gonna see what happens in that gap that you miss on the comics because they never explained it, and we didn't know what the hell was going on with Michonne. So, I'm, I want me as a fucking loyal comic book reader, I want to know what happened there. So I'm definitely gonna be playing that. Probably gonna be playing while I'm at work. Don't tell my boss. But um, yeah, I'm excited for that. Also, if you know me, I'm a Harry Potter fan and they've announced that they're going to be releasing the the uh Cursed Child script in in book form. And if you don't know what the Cursed Child is, it's a play that's uh a sequel to the whole Harry Potter universe where this is what's happening after, you know, he graduates Hogwarts after he defeats defeats more Voldemort. So, I don't know if it's gonna be in script form, or if it's gonna be in novel form. But I want to read that because I want to know what the fuck happened. And this play, unfortunately, is only being played in London. I don't, I don't foresee myself going to London anytime soon. So I live in New York, so it's not like they're doing it in Broadway where I can, you know, take the train to New York and watch it. If they did, I'm there, hundred percent. No, 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 ifs, ands, or buts. I'm, I'm fucking paying the, the ticket price and I'm going. But unfortunately, it's not. So, I think I'm just going to have to deal with reading the book. So, I want to see. I want to check that out and read it. Because I. Although it's been some years that Harry Potter hasn't been filming. I miss it. I love the whole Harry Potter universe. Don't judge me. And. Um, Deadpool. Also. Fucking opening weekend. Banked. I think 135 million opening weekend it defeated all the other comic book related shows uh movies rather and um it defeated their estimates they estimated 123 for the opening weekend they got 135 so that's pretty good they crushed their goal uh Thursday alone the the with the midnight release which isn't even a full day they made 12.7 million and the into Friday they made 34.8 million so i mean They fucking did good with that. And um, I just saw Deadpool actually. I saw it Monday with a couple buddies of mine. And it was fucking fantastic. It more than exceeded my expectations. I was not planning, spoilers alert. All right, just throwing this out there. It's not a big spoiler, but if you haven't seen it, I was not planning to watch a comic book movie and see some titties. I got excited. I've seen multiple titties. Now, this is a major spoiler, so if you don't want to hear this, don't listen to the next 20 seconds. But Stan Lee's cameo, he did a cameo for Deadpool, which is a plus. But Stan Lee's cameo... Was him DJing at a strip club. And it is fucking hilarious. I'm pretty sure that this was. Stanley's Most. Favorite. Cameo of all the cameos he's done so far. Shit it would have been mine. I would love to DJ at a strip club. See some titties flopping around. Watch Deadpool. It's fucking awesome. I mean that's, that's pretty much all you need. So. It was a great fucking movie though. Um, hilarious from start to finish. I mean, he does not have you not laughing. Even when there's serious moments and he gets serious himself, he'll throw in a sidebar right there and get fucking hilarious. I love Ryan Reynolds to begin with. He crushed this movie and I hope it does 135,000 more next weekend. It's hilarious. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's fucking great. I wish, I wish that they can somehow finagle a deal and get fucking deadpool in the marvel movies i think that would be fucking hilarious i mean i don't think he'd be able to uh speak the way he does but to see that <laughs> the shit that he does is hilarious and i think that needs to be in more movies and if they can't get him into the marvel movies at least get him into the x-men movies he made so many fucking wolverine jokes that's it, i can't even count them they're fucking hilarious But uh, he needs to get more than just his own movies. He needs to get his own movies and he needs to get into other movies. But uh, yeah, definitely go check out Deadpool. It is worth it. Now, uh, let's go on to TV. The the little screen. Enough of the big screen. Uh, Let's talk about Arrow first. Last week, uh, they went against a essentially a big hacker Call him the calculator which ends up being felicity's father and um they're dealing with that the whole episode he's uh he's pretty much kicking their ass because he he's a little bit better better than felicity until felicity steps up her game and she she kind of gets out of her head because she was psyched out and she was bummed out But then she kind of, you know, crushes her fears and she whips ass at the end. And, um, they also had Roy. Roy came back and he was working for the calculator, but he was kind of being coerced into it. And, um, Nissa makes her move because Thea gets sick. And it's because she has the bloodlust from the Lazarus pool. And, um... Nyssa has a, a cure for it. So she's trying to make her move because she wants to become the new Raishagul. She wants the ring to control everyone. It's not the ring from Lord of the Rings, but um, she's trying to take control over Malcolm. So she's making moves to make that happen. Now, this week, uh, you know, Thea's still sick. This is where Anissa makes the deal with uh, Oliver. It tells him, like, I have the cure to to cure Thea. All you have to do is get me the ring and make me the new Raish. So uh, Oliver goes for it because, you know, Thea's her sister. He loves her, obviously. And um, he ends up having to fight Malcolm and wins. Cuts Malcolm's hand off. That guy was kind of fucked up. And um, essentially gives Nissa the the ring. She controls the League of Assassins now. She's the new Ra's al Ghul. And um, at the end, fucking, which I don't blame him, Malcolm, one-hand Malcolm, goes to Damien Dark, and he's going to try to cut a deal with him. Now, they haven't said what the deal is. We'll find out this week. But, um... It's gonna be some fucked up shit. I can only imagine. I'm excited to see that today, actually. Today's Wednesday, which they give Arrow. So, after this, I will be watching Arrow. Um... Great fucking show, though. Flash, which has been exceedingly awesome. Um Last week, uh, Iris researches Wally's drag racing. She goes to the drag races. And she's trying to get him to stop. And... um. There's a whole teenaged angst type of thing going on with Wally. And, you know, at the end, he learns his lesson. And um, you can tell Wally's on the road to not to recovery because he's not fucked up. But, you know, he's, he's on his way to, you know, letting go of the that the evil dark past and, you know, trying to become a better person. And hopefully I don't know how. Or when, but I hope it's soon. He becomes Wally West, the speedster. So, I want to see that sooner than later. And um, they fought a new metahuman called the uh, Geomancer. And Barry lost some of his power, which he didn't know why. But it was because Wells from Earth 2... He's he made a deal with Zoom, saying that he'll get him Flash's speed for his his daughter's release, Jesse, and he he implants this some type of device into the the Flash suit, where when Barry runs, it collects his speed. So that's he finds out because I guess Wells, you know, he comes off as kind of a bad guy, but Earth Two Wells is he's really just trying to save his daughter, so. He, I guess, he feels bad. At the end, like he, he knows this isn't the right thing to do. He ends up telling them, like, "Hey, it was me. I stole some of your speed and gave it to Zoom." So they kind of get mad, which you know, rightfully so. But they put him in in the 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 prison that they have underground in the Star Labs. But Barry, you know, kind of has a moment of clarity where he's like, if I was in the same situation, I would do anything to save my daughter. So they let him out, they understand, and he promises him like, hey, we're going to get your daughter, we're going to get Zoom. And that's where they end up wanting to go, or end up going, to Earth 2. And... In this week, or last week, yeah, this past week, Barry and Barry Wells and Cisco go to Earth 2, which is part one to this Earth 2 um, travel episode, where uh, they find Killer Frost, which is... Uh, wow, I forget her name. But they find Killer Frost and Deathstorm, which is Ronnie... Evil Ronnie, basically, he's like an evil Firestorm. They call him Deathstorm. So, they're working for Zoom, and um, they're they're fighting them, Barry, and Cisco and Wells. And in doing so, they're beating the shit out of Flash, and Zoom comes out of nowhere, kills Deathstorm, and kills Cisco's. Uh, Earth 2 counterpart Reverb. And leaves Killer Frost alive. And uh. He basically kills them because he says he wants the Flash. But he wants them unharmed. Because Zoom wants the pleasure of beating the shit out of Barry and killing him. So he kills them. Killer Frost is fucking. She lost. Ronnie in Earth 1. And now she's lo- lost him in Earth 2. So I you can tell she's super bummed out. And um, while everyone is in, is in Earth 2, uh, everyone else is hold, holding back, uh, or holding down the fort, rather, in Earth 1. And Jay covers for, for Barry in Earth 1. He injects, injects himself with the, the new Velocity uh, formula. Velocity 9, I believe it is. That they came up with, and he gets some of his feedback, but it's kind of temporary, it's not, you know, it's not a permanent thing. But uh, he kind of tries to take over for the flash while he's away. Um, since he's not at full power, he can't do all the shit he used to do, so I mean, it, it doesn't go over smoothly, but uh, it, it did the job. So, this week is a uh, part two to that. Where I want to find out what... I wanna, first, I want to find out who the fuck Zoom is. Now, they've kind of hinted that maybe Jay Garrick is Zoom. And it, it would kind of make sense to me because... Anytime they're dealing with Zoom, you don't see Jay. And then when you don't see Zoom, you see Jay. So, it's like... It's almost like Superman. When you see Superman, you don't see Clark Kent. And when you see Clark Kent, you don't see Superman. It's almost like that. So I, I believe it. And I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not. It's all hearsay now. It's all fucking, you know, theories. But uh, we'll find out soon enough. Uh, now on to Legends of Tomorrow. Legends of Tomorrow has been delightful. I have enjoyed it immensely. It reminds me, I've said this before, of Doctor Who. Because <laughs> they're fucking they're traveling through time different time periods and every episode is like a different adventure Uh, last week Rip and Sarah go after Vandal's bank account basically they go after his money and um, it doesn't end up well because they make them they know that they're they're pretending they're fake so they end up fighting uh, Vandal Savage's people and while they're doing that uh, Snart Rory and Jax Go on their own adventure. And they steal an emerald. Which is for. Snart. To give to his father. Because that's the night that. His father goes to steal this emerald. He gets caught and goes to jail. And kind of fucks up Snart's childhood. So. He goes. Steals it. With no problem. Doesn't get caught. Goes to. You know. His childhood home. And gives him the emerald. That way he doesn't go steal it and make the mistake in getting caught. Winds up, he uh, tries to sell it, gets caught anyway, and goes to jail. So it goes to show you that, you know, destiny is a thing regardless of the path you take. Whatever path you take, it'll still take you to the same destination. So it it kind of, you know, backfired in, in his face. And, um... While they're doing that, Professor Stein and Ray are going on a mission which they're trying to go into. Well, they don't try, they go into Hawkgirl because she has these fragments stuck inside of her that are, are, you know, making her sick and like, I think she's in a coma. So Ray basically goes tiny and goes inside of her and destroys these uh, fragments that are inside, hurting her and um, makes her better. So this past week, um, you know, she's back. Hot, girl's hot girl. She's not laid up in a bed. And um, they go to Russia, which is pretty interesting. Stein sneaks into uh, a lab in Russia to find out that this Russian scientist that's working with Vandal Savage is actually trying to make firestorms. Now when he goes in. He sees all these burnt bodies. They're all dead now. They're all on slabs. But he sees that they're trying to make firestorms. And. Um, while the guys go. And try to save him. Uh, Sarah and Hawkgirl. Stay at the ship. And Sarah's kind of trying to help Hawkgirl. Overcome her fears. And you know, try to. Help her hone. Her craft or her powers. As Hawkgirl. But in doing so. Sarah loses control, and she fucking goes crazy white canary assassin and beats the shit out of Hawker. <laughs> so then they both figured out, like, they both lose control. So maybe it is the best thing that we both help each other control, you know, our powers. So it was a real touching moment. Uh, it, they had a scene where, you know, they were trying to save Stein... From the lab, you know, they're fighting everybody. It fucking re- reminded me of an Avengers movie. It was pretty epic. It was an epic fucking fight. And, you know, kudos to their whole special effects team and all that. Um, it turned up great. I definitely re- recommend watching all these shows. Even if you're not, like, a DC fan, it's just fucking superhero shows. I mean, they're I I'm more I- I want to say I'm more of a Marvel fan than DC. And I know more about Marvel than I do DC. But I love these shows. And I look forward to them every week. And um, last up on the shows. February 14th just passed. It was this past Sunday. Which is Valentine's Day. To most people. To me. What February 14th means is. Season premiere. Of Walking Dead. Holy shit. Great. Great great fucking episode. Out of every episode that they've done so far, this has been number one. The best episode ever ever seen. I mean, I, I saw some clips of them interviewing the cast and the cast said, you know, at, at, at the end of the this past mid-season, you know, the stakes have gotten higher and they're saying this the new season premiere was going to be greater than that and it was just going to snowball even more past that now with this episode this episode was fucking epic so i can only imagine what they have in st- uh, store for us with the episodes to come now it, it opens with the the prelude from last season finale where you know uh, abraham sasha and daryl are in the truck and they get stopped by this uh, biker gang or what it looks like it ends up being uh, Negan's crew, which if you don't know w- who they are, they're called the Saviors. The, the crew, the group doesn't know that yet because, you know, they haven't lived through it yet. But if you read the comics, you know exactly who they are. Um, it opens up on that scene where, you know, they get stopped and they're, you know, they know, they take their guns from them and say, you know, your shit doesn't belong to you, it belongs to Negan now. Now, the leader of the, the gang tells one of his people to take Daryl to the back And go through the truck and see what else they have. Now while he goes and the dude does that. uh, He stays up front and talks to Sasha and Abraham. And he's basically saying. I'm about to kill you. He pulls the guns out. And when you think. Like holy shit one of these people are going to die right now. And I can't handle that right now. Huge fucking explosion. Daryl. Whooped that guy's ass. Killed him. Pulled the rocket launcher out. Blew up the fucking gang. Epic. I mean... You can't imagine that shit in real life. Like, I... I... I, I last season, I said... And I was like... Why the fuck are they stopping? Why don't they just pull out the rocket launcher, blow these fucking people up, and keep it moving? And... Essentially, that's what they did. But they did play ball a little bit in the beginning. Just to see what they were about. So... They found out real quick who, what they were about. <laughs> and they, they, they learned real quick not to fuck with Daryl, Sasha, and Abraham. But um, Abraham's fucking hilarious. But uh, after that, we leave them there. Uh, we go back to Alexandria, where, you know, it was being overrun by the zombies, or walkers in their case. And fucking wow. Holy shit. Sam and Ron, uh, Jesse's kids, pissed me off. <laughs> Fucking Sam, the little one, freaks out because he sees a zombie boy, a little little kid zombie, starts freaking out. Jesse's trying to get him to like focus and say, "Come on, Sam, let's go." What happens? Sam gets tore up by walkers. Jesse, freaking out. Not being reactive is freaking out holding Sam's hand, just screaming. What happens? She gets attacked by Walker's. What? And she's holding on to Carl's hand, and Carl's trying to pull, saying, Come on. She gets attacked. So now she's holding on to Dear Life for Dear Life onto Carl's hand. Rick is freaking out because one, he's losing his girl, which he's like flashing in his eyes. And on top of that, he sees Carl is in peril, which is his son, which he, he cares about more than anything else. He snaps back to it really quick, hacks away at Jesse's hand to let Carl loose. Crazy fucking scene. If that wasn't enough, fucking Ron, being the porch dick junior that he is, pulls a gun out on Carl. And all of them saying, this is all your fault. You know, this is all you. And when he's about to shoot, Michonne comes from behind. Stabs the shit out of him with her sword. Kills him. But in the stabbing, he pulls the trigger. Blasts Carl's eye out. Half of Carl's face is just blown out. Holy shit. Rick freaks out. Grabs him. And runs. They are... Essentially run to the infirmary where uh, a lot of the other people were. And um, there's a whole thing with the the doctor. I forget her name. But with her and the wolf that had kidnapped her, essentially. Where she's kind of trying to change him for the better. And he's trying to change her for the worse, I would say. And I think that um, the wolf got a little reformed at the end. He didn't quite make it. Uh, Carol came out of nowhere. Shoots the shit out of him. Jesse runs away. But he helps. And I don't know if Carol caught this or not. But he jumps and like. Basically tackles a walker. So that the the doctor. She can run away. And uh, go get free. But. uh, Man there was so much epic shit. Fucking. Glenn comes in with Enid. And he goes to try to, to save Maggie. Now, there's a whole horde surrounding Maggie on the scaffolding. And the scaffolding is a, is a pretty frail you know, support system when you have a horde of zombies you know, pressing up against it. So, he starts you know, firing shots and yelling at them and tries and lures them away. But in luring them away, he corners himself and gets surrounded by zombies. And just when you think... Here it goes again. Glenn's about to fucking die by a horde of zombies. All of a sudden, shots just sh- shower these zombies. They start fucking going down left and right. And you turn around and who is it? It's fucking Abraham and Sasha over the wall on the truck just blasting these these zombies away. He got real lucky with that. They saved his life. And... um. That was such a heart-wrenching scene, and fucking, I had goosebumps this whole episode. Like it was fucking awesome. And then, once you know Rick reaches the uh, infirmary, gets Carl to the doctor, gets him on the on the on the table, um, he kind of goes into you know savage Rick mode, and just starts. He goes outside, he grabs his hatchet, goes outside, and just starts hacking away at zombies. Now, there's a horde outside, and it's way too much for one person to take on. Now, Michonne sees this, she makes sure Carl's good, gives him a kiss on the head, and then runs outside to help Rick. And so now you have uh, Michonne and Rick, and I think um, Aaron goes out there. And they all start, you know, they form a circle and just start fucking hacking through zombies. Hacking through zombies. Now all the Alexandrians are looking out their windows and seeing this. And it kind of gives them the courage to go out there themselves and help out. So little by little, people are, you know, trickling out into the streets, hacking away. And now they have this big circle formed and they're just fucking demolishing these walkers. And uh, the big help at the end of the day was uh, Daryl opens up the fuel truck into the lake and then shoots a rocket into the lake, blows up the fucking lake. Now there's this huge lake of fire and the fire attracts all the walkers into it. So it starts thinning out all the horde that's in Alexandria right now. And um, as they're thinning out, you know, the, the town people are still hacking away at them. And it looks like they're, they're going to end up clearing out Alexandria, which. uh Epic fucking episode, man. I, I cannot wait now until next Sunday. This is it's almost what I live for. I would love nothing but to work for The Walking Dead. That would be my dream job right now. <laughs> I would love to be one of them. But uh yeah, it was a phenomenal episode. If you're not watching Walking Dead, you do not know what life is. Seriously, you need to be watching that shit ASAP. Um that's it for the shows, man. I mean I I can do a whole show on Walking Dead. That's how much I love them. But um Let's go on to uh, my pull list. Now, I have a pull list for two weeks. So, that's a shitload of comics to go through. I'm going to pick out my top picks for uh, each publisher. Now, for the week of February 3rd, from Marvel, the ones I was most anticipated, was uh, most looking forward to, was um, Spider-Man number one, which is uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man. I'm a big uh, Miles Morales fan. So, and I, I like brian michael bendis and what he does with him so i was super excited to see that um you know a ton of other stuff came out but i was most excited to see what he does with that uh from dc uh batman and robin eternal has been a great series so far and uh i've enjoyed Batgirl also that's one of my top picks from dc that that this week um from image i mean walking dead number 151 I mean, duh. Walking Dead. Shit. Great fucking book. Um, Also, Nailbiter came out. Also an awesome book. And uh, Paper Girls, number five, from Brian K. Vaughan, which has uh, been a great book also. And uh, Indie Books, uh, Eighth Seal. From James Tynan, and also the Woods Number Twenty from James Tynan came out. Um, those have been pretty pretty good books. Also, now for the week of this, uh, February tenth, from Marvel, uh, Old Man Logan is uh, has been pretty good. Number two came out uh, this week. And I was on the fence whether I should get it or not, but all the, everyone was saying that it's a great book, great book. And I read the Secret Wars title, and I enjoyed it. So you know what, fuck it. Let me get it. So I got number one and number two um, together, and they're, they're pretty cool books. The art's fucking beautiful, actually. Uh, from DC, you know, you had Batman and Robin Eternal, number 19. And you have Batman Ninja Turtles, which has been a good book. And uh, Batman, number 49. Which is a great, great series, but I'm, I'm bummed out because I know fucking Scott Snyder's leaving it. So, no es bueno. Uh, Image has some good shit coming out. Um, Black Science, number 20. Black Science is a great, great book. Uh, Spread, number 13, also a great book. They're Not Like Us, number 11. Uh, Autumn Land's Tooth and Claw, number 9. All great books. Uh, and from indie comics, uh, you have Harold County from Dark Horse, written by Cullen Bunn, number nine, which has been a pr- really good book. Surprisingly, like I wasn't, I, I don't read a lot of horror books, so I was, I didn't know what to expect, but uh, it was really good. Um, and also, our Arcadia number eight and Snowblind number three. So um, those were my top picks for these past two weeks. Um, great books came out. I mean, I have a shitload of more books, I don't want to run through the whole list, but um, that's it, guys. Thank you for listening to me ramble on about all the shit I love. I hope you know you guys share my love for it. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Chef Jonah, that's a at capital C H E F capital J O N A. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Chef Jonah. If you ever wanna hit me up, you know, message me. I reply to all messages unless you're spam, then I block you. But um, yeah, guys, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter. Follow the podcast on uh, iTunes. You can find me on SoundCloud. Just look for the Jonahverse and um, like, subscribe, share tell everybody about this great universe that i've created or that i live in rather I hadn't created uh... my mom and dad would say that they created it but um... yeah check it out share Um now here's uh... the track for your travels as you guys return back to your own respected universes and um, that is Love is a Losing Game By, by Amy Winehouse For
1: you I was a friend. And Love